in a world. Come with me if you want to live. Just tell me one thing, Burke. Get out of here, Prano. I got a stage five clinger. You're going out there to destroy the FBI. Your father was captain of a starship for 12 minutes. Oh, you just said a mouthful there. He saved 800 lives. But the world will know him as Superman. I'm just gonna bash your brains. You can be damn sure we'll avenge it. Hey, bros. It's the Coming Soon cast with Sean and Vito. Where we discuss and digress about upcoming movie trailers. Uh, this weekend, Rob. Mm, I don't know if I quite remember it all. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean it was a good weekend then? Well, it was for me. Okay. Well, that's all that matters. Yeah. Because it was somebody's birthday. Birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. From this, Thursday to Sunday. Hey, this was the first time I did the birthday weekend. Yeah. Like, you had cake more than anybody probably should, right? I had t- officially two cakes. That's right. Made, or one bought and then one made. One made, yes. Um, but yeah, like, it was, it was a funny thing if I literally was, like, not going to make a, make a big party or something. You know, usually, like, sure. I'll do something and just, sure. like, no, this year I'll just kind of be a little more lax with it. Yeah. And it ended up being, like, ten times better. <laughs> Once again. Sometimes when you just chill out, things work out better, right? Well, maybe if I don't overthink it, it's maybe, better. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, let's plan every minute. That sounds amazing. Because that'll be so relaxed when I plan every minute. It's perfect. <laughs> We're four minutes behind. It's going to screw up the whole weekend. <laughs> don't you understand? I have a plan. Um, yes, yeah, so my wife would definitely was definitely uh, against or glad that I didn't necessarily overplan everything. Right. Yes. Um, so yeah, so Thursday started. Treated mm. myself to a massage. Oh, that was re- it. Was funny, and it was like it was at a nicer place, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't like the the place down in Chinatown, you know. It wasn't that place, right? Uh, it was actually like a day spa where they twist you as a knot. And they're like, <laughs> no, this is going to be good for you, right? Yeah. It's like, no, I don't want to be beat up. I just want to be pampered, <laughs> right? You know? Right. But it was uh, so that was really nice. It was like you know there was cucumber water and mm. and robes, and they had a sauna as well. Oh wow! That you could use first, and then and then I used it after too. I was like, you I'm doubling like- down on the sauna. <laughs> I'm going back in. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was really nice, relaxed, and it was it was great that I didn't. I think sometimes you know, like, oh, I'm going to get the massage. I'm going to fit it in, right? And then it's like. Well, you kind of lose the massage because as soon as it's over, you're like rushing to the next thing. Right. And then you, all that stress comes back. Right and, back. Yeah. No, I literally totally. had like nothing else to do afterwards. I kind of just moseyed on. Oh, see, that's with the life. way to do it. It was great. Yeah. It was great. So that was Thursday. Um, Friday. Friday. I think I did, I did this work Friday. Mm-hmm. But then Saturday, I worked in the morning. But then at night, we went down to Pershing Square. Oh, that's right. Uh, which is like downtown LA, and they right. had a they had a quote unquote free concert. Free was it really free? Well, <laughs> is anything really free? No, nothing's ever really free. Um, it was for Ten Thousand Maniacs and Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh wow! Okay, so going back to my college days, yes, I'm a huge Toad guy. Ten Thousand Maniacs, oh, that's fine. You know the hits, it's sure. Fine. They got they got some songs, but I was never there for Toad. And yeah. I was like, I can see him for free. Cool, you know, go downtown. I never go downtown. Yeah, this would be cool. Um, so doing yours with obviously a line when you get there to get in, you know, and that wasn't too bad. It moved along. Yeah. And they said they're going to have food trucks and, you know, uh, and some alcohol place, you know, you can, so you don't, don't worry about dinner. Right. You'll do it there. Right. Three food trucks for like 5,000 people. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So the line was like insane. (laughs) Right. And then. How long did you have to wait? I waited in line to get, to order 45 Uh minutes. Oh no. Then. 
waited for my food another hour. What? And these guys had no sense of urgency, no sense of people were waiting because you know they were like, well, where else are you going to go? We got five thousand people. We're going to make. <laughs> we're making money. I couldn't believe it. Wow, bro. I couldn't believe it, it. It went from being like really to like I'm pissed. Right. And now I'm laughing, right? Because it's absurd. It's absurd. Right. So like, you have to laugh. Otherwise, it, I don't want this to ruin my night. Right. But I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> right. I might pass out, but I don't want to ruin the night. Right. So that was like, my, okay, yeah. well, you know, this is what happens when it's free. Right. That's what you get with free. Well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it was, you know, but we actually rode the subway down too. Oh, nice. It was like old school back. I was like back in Philly riding the subway. Right, right. But then I was quickly reminded of, yeah, I don't love the subway. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's kind of convenient. Do you know anybody who loves the subway? <laughs> well, there's like that convenience factor. Sure. Because you don't have to worry about driving through traffic and parking. But then there's like the, you know, the element factor a little bit. Mm. So, you know, it's, uh, you know. There's the phrase, the element factor. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, I got to kind of do that. I got a little taste. I'm good. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Maybe the next time will be a Dodger game or something. But Yeah. Uh, but we didn't subway it back. We we Ubered it back. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, like, that's a better yeah, look. Especially you know, that late at night. It's later. Let's just hop in a car and be done with it. You by yourself? Okay, maybe. Maybe. but You yeah. and the wife? With the wife, not so uh, good. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, that was Saturday. And Sunday was the kind of the pinnacle of it all. Mm. Because you, my friend, well, have done it again. Well. The baker himself. Yes. What did you make me, bro? I made you an orange spice cake with a lemon butter cream. Which had a little bit uh, the there was two actually two separate um, uh, icings on there. The main one was a lemon buttercream, but then the other one was a lemon cream cheese buttercream. Insane, insane. It had like the zesty, refreshing. Oh. It was a refreshing cake. Like I didn't think cake could be refreshing, right? And yet you did it. And I had and I had a huge compliment because the girl was like, "I like this cake." Right. My and wife, she's not into who's like chocolate like only. Yeah. You can add peanut butter, but I'm not into your fruit cake. Right. I'm good on the fruit cake. Right. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, so, you know. That's how that you, you the the birthday boy asked for it. I was like, no, it huh, was my birthday. I got to step up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> so that was great. We had amazing dinner. Um, then we came back. Yep. Had ended the night with some GOT. That's right. Game of Thrones. That's it. Oh, insane! Oh. insane. Go watch it, folks. We're yeah, not going to yeah. spoil not it here for you. Not saying anything here. Uh huh. Um, then actually, technically, then officially ended the night with cornhole. That's right. Because Absolutely. we have cornhole in my backyard. And-, and as much as I wanted to let him win on his birthday weekend, uh, we had to stalemate it out again. We did. We split. <laughs> Just like uh, Rocky and Apollo. That's right. That's what it was. It was Rocky and Apollo in the cornhole. <laughs> um, so uh, it was a great weekend. Yeah. Like it was, again, most of it not fully planned. And then I had a great time. And that's okay too. It was great. Yeah. It was probably the better way to go. Right. So. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, enough about me and my birthday. Well, we had to touch base on it. We did. Yeah. No, that's true. People wanted to know. They did. And don't act like you didn't want to know. You wanted to know. People. <laughs> you wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I still am taking presents for anyone out there once. That's right. Uh, yeah. Amazon gift cards are a great way to go. <laughs> PayPal, just send money. That's right. <laughs> or you can just send money. We're good with that, that's too. That's good, too. Cash is king. Cash is king. <laughs> um, all right. So we have... Um, you might have heard, might have heard her giggling. You might have heard a little her giggling. She's, she's been yeah. really good about trying. She's to hold been back awesome. The yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't made it easy, um, but we have an awesome guest for you tonight. Absolutely. And this is a very interesting guest because I'm going to say most of you have no idea what this is. 
I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't until I until I met her. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess it, I guess I've heard kind of heard of it, but no, I heard of it, but I never really had like what what is it? Right. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, please welcome to the podcast. Michelle Spitz. Welcome Hello. to the podcast. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Welcome in. Yes. Um, so you do audio description for movies. Correct. So just give us a little rundown of what that means. Yeah. Audio description is an alternative track for film and for media, which describes everything on the screen that a visually impaired blind person cannot see. Mm. So it fills in the blanks, and okay. it's a complement to the dialogue, and it goes into great detail of everything in between dialogue. Got it. Okay, very so if for the people who are blind, right, they That's can right. essentially still go to the movies, right, That's right, and have a. a, a a good experience. They have headphones that they put on, that's and correct. that's where they're getting your track along with the dialogue. That's right. They okay. hear the movie uh, track on its own in one part of their headset, and the other side is someone like myself narrating oh, okay. it. And then if they're at home and they're watching Netflix, which has most of the original programming, actually all of it now, is audio described. Oh, then wow. they can do it with what we call open description, which means they don't have to have a headset, of course. It just comes out. their speakers. Right. Or DVD, iTunes, Amazon, anywhere. Amazing. So they can rent it and what have you. Oh, so interesting. So if I go to like Netflix, it's, all, it's like already I can select that That's right. for my audio. That's right. Oh, okay. It's like, okay. Someone, going, it's like someone going to a submenu and picking up... Um, a different language, right. selecting a different language or captioning. Oh, okay. And so it's the same thing. And okay. It's just it's part of your menu. Right. And it's built in. So mostly iTunes, Amazon, all of the rentals, DVDs, they'll have them on the packages. Uh-huh. It'll say AD or descriptive audio, DA. It, everybody does it differently. Okay. But in most of the movie theaters that are landmark, AMC, um, I think your Arclight also, okay. all have audio description available. So all the main releases usually have audio description, main commercial releases. Okay. The, the smaller films, independent films, yes and no. Not as much. Sure. You, you mean the short films? They don't have? <laughs> I don't think my short film. No, had, I don't think so. I was looking for it, but I didn't. <laughs> well, I, I, I know somebody now. So maybe well, maybe my short film could, could have audio could description. Be. Absolutely. Could be. Just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, how did you how did you get into this? Like, yeah, like how does one get into audio description? Those are two different questions. <laughs> is it? <laughs> what okay. is how did I get into it? Right. What is how do people get into okay. it? Okay, yeah. different right. questions. So, okay, so go go with how did you get into it? Right. Okay, I'm gonna try to make the story short. I actually my background's broadcasting. But okay. I was asked to go into a studio randomly, and I knew nothing about audio description. Mm. And a gentleman who used to be with Universal Studios for 25 years retired mm. and decided he wanted to go into accessible media. Both the deaf and the blind serve them both okay. since he'd been in distribution. So he started his journey, and there was a short film, and he said, would you be willing to come into the studio? The engineer is blind. The audio, other audio engineers are blind. Oh, wow. wow. And it's in Northridge. And um, I said, I'm terribly sorry. I don't know what we're talking about. He said, just do me a favor. Get in the car. And I'm going to take you over there. And I'm going to give you a script and wow. see what you do with it. And so it started with a short film. And a young boy from USC had done a fabulous short film that, run, that it won multiple awards. And um, I ended up doing that. And I thought, this is most unusual. And then a full-length film came to me called Driving Blind, mm. which was about two brothers that are both visually impaired, and they take a road trip around the United States before one or both could 
potentially lose their vision. One has now. So they had this incredible journey together. And so they were going to use it as a film for an accessibility panel. And they didn't have the money to make it accessible. Mm. And then, of course, them having a visual impairment wanted to be sure it was done. So I funded it, I sponsored it, and I voiced it. And that one film has turned into like 43 now. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so I love it. I love it. And to answer your question, how do people get into it? A lot of people who are doing voice work that are actors are typically stepping into it here and there. They're dipping their toes into Mm. it. So they can call a lot of the studios that are doing this, and they can go in and audition, or they can send a tape in. It's a very unique skill set. Sure, sure. it's not one that most actors probably would jump all over, because you can't execute a lot of your um, animation in terms of what you do typically. It's, It's much more sedated but it has a skill set of its own sure which is providing information not overacting or overstating content but it's it's a script for a full-length film could run maybe 18 hours for someone to write i don't write the scripts they're time-coded and then someone like myself goes in the studio it's about two to three hours i'm listening to the movie in my headset sometimes i'm watching it and i'm i'm going by time code so it's my it's sort of like my dance partner oh, and i'm, I'm you've got to hit work. those marks yeah exactly. oh interesting so it's not just here record all this They want you doing it in real time. Well, for example, Deluxe, someone like Deluxe has you doing it and watching the movie, and you're actually doing some of the editing itself. And when I say editing, you're working a computer, you're you're also looking at it. Um, Other companies that do this do it a little bit differently. Some people have a director. My preferred way of doing it is I'm just in the studio, and I'm focusing solely on my my work. Sure. And I'm not worrying about the rest of it. The technical so, side. I really like doing it that way. Well, sure, sure because that way you can just focus in on what you need That's to do. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But there are many people getting into it. And it's, it's Netflix has so much volume now. So they agreed, I think almost all their content, original content is audio described. Now Amazon just um, uh, jumped on board. Oh, wow. So Amazon streaming is. And you'll see in the near future a lot more will be. Okay. And a lot of television is is already having audio description. They have to. Right. So it's a FCC, a Department of Justice. Oh. So they have to by law. So and some of the theaters have to have a certain amount of headsets available. Oh, so these okay. laws are changing all the time. Sure. Wow. wow. That's a whole side of movie watching and TV watching that yeah. I, you know, sure, cause we don't, don't even know. We don't, we don't need it per se. So you, right. you don't know about it. Right. Wow. Uh, but, but it's at great the, to know that it's yeah. it's available and, and like, you know, it's an option. Well, most people, if they would go to the movies and they have a sighted person with them sure. and they're visually impaired, they don't have to be blind per se, but visually impaired, they'll have that person whispering in their ears sure. everything they can't see. And they're used to doing that for them. Oh, wow. So when their guest or whomever they're with doesn't have to do that anymore and they have the audio set itself, then yeah. they're, they we all get to have shared experiences right. without yeah. overlapping a lot of time and effort. Sure, yeah. Wow. So it really comes down to a timing thing. Mm-hmm. So not just being in the right tonality for your voice and, right. and and not punching things too much, but then you've got to... Because it's true, because it's edited a certain way. So right. once a visual's gone, a new visual's coming up, you've got to be right there describing it. That's amazing. It's it's tough. And then a lot of compression, you've got to be very care- careful of compression because, for example, if you're doing a film where there's a lot of um, talking heads and mm. a lot of music and there's a narrator on top of it and you have this other person coming in to describe what's on, you know, on... Yeah. Right. It can be kind of confusing. It, it's a right? lot. And then there's text on screen, which we have to read also. Right. Because the blind person doesn't know what the statistics are or everything that we're talking about. So something like The Big Short is a great movie to be <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> doing this with. Sure. It's sure. amazing. <laughs> um, so then you 
Like, do you have a preferred kind of genre, or do you do everything? Or I don't have a preferred genre. That's interesting. I'd never asked that. Mm. Um, I probably prefer things that are a little bit more gracious, as opposed to violence and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> because I just, I just like things that are dramas, and I don't know. Okay, so more like human drama stories, as opposed to Marvel. Action movie. Yeah, not action. Not my thing. Yeah, not action. Transformers. Not really Transformers <laughs> no. 7. Not, <laughs> not going to be here. No, not I love, be. no, I love doing I love doing anything that has beautiful scenery mm. that I get a chance to audio describe. Oh, things okay. that have room for audio description. Well, there's that. Oh, see, that's the other that's thing. That's the thing. I, I love that. Sure. I just love that. But I really, <laughs> I've done a lot of films on disability for good reason because we need to. And most films sure. about disability should be available to the visually and hearing impaired. There's no question about it. So those are a lot of films I've worked worked on but right. i've worked on the beatles and i've worked on a lot of music documentaries and i've worked on a lot of really interesting projects i've done stuff for disney right so i like children's stuff too it's fun but oh, okay. no i'm not interested in the action yeah. <laughs> well i'm just trying to think you know how it's you, harder to do well, well i was I gonna bet. say how yeah. could you get that done i mean if you were if you were doing transfer you'd be like and bumblebee lost an arm and oh god and, 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 you know yeah. it's true yeah. you wouldn't be able to describe it fast enough no. that's it's true. happening you, too fast it would compress you and you'd oh. sound like Minnie Mouse. Yeah, oh. you'd record like this, and then you'd sound like you got stuck into oh. a washing. You were in a washing machine. Your voice got stuck in the washing wow. machine. Wow! And I'm sure that's just wonderful to listen to. Yeah, no, as, no as, it's as, not. As a visually impaired person, <laughs> they're like, "Why is Mickey Mouse describing Transformers to me?" Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Actually, now this is interesting. This is serious, mm. though. I've had that question before, mm. and I've said to people, "I don't like the way." I sound right now. I just can't even listen to it. it didn't record like that. And right. then the visually impaired person or a blind person will say that they're used to hearing things sped up because they have the ability to speed anything up as fast as they want based right. on how quickly they can absorb the information. So for them, they'd rather hear something compressed and get information about a scene than leaving one out. So it's more important for me to sound lovely and it's more important for them to get the information. So if it came like that, it comes like that. Wow! So that they—they've just learned—they've learned to accept mm-hmm. what it is for oh, and, the for the need of knowledge, right? And it, typically speaking, and historically speaking, they there's computerized voices that dictate a lot of things, right? So they're right. used to that. So when the human component comes in, um, it's almost foreign. A, it's it's a di- well, it's love. It's lovely for some people. Some sure. people I know somebody who reads 350 words a minute. Wow. Here's at 350 oh, words. Here's. A minute. Wow. It basically, for them, uh, a human voice might be too slow. Mm. Wow. Because it's, it's, I liken it, and I, I say this carefully, mm. but I liken it to Morse code. It's, it sounds like oh. Morse code to me when they're um, going, really- going through their computers or they're listening to messages or what have you. And so this is a learned way of taking information in, and then sure. this is another way of doing it. So it doesn't really matter what we think. Right. Sure. Right. Well, right. No, yeah. it's, it's what for works us. for them. It's not for us. Yeah. Right. No. I've been absolutely. told that before. It's not for you. <laughs> it's not for I you. I said, but I don't like the way I said. <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like mm, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> it's amazing though. That's that's so fascinating to me. And then do where do you primarily record? These days, mostly in New York. Somewhat oh, okay. still mm. in L.A., but mostly in New York. Oh, okay. okay. I like doing my work in New York. Mm. But I can do it. I can pretty much do it anywhere. But it's even people that are recording it and editing it, mm-hmm. it's an art. It's oh, a, oh, I'm sure it is. Placement yeah. for oh. time coding. And oh, yeah. that's oh, yeah. a, that's a, it's a whole nother. It's like a different animal. Right. Sure. But once you know what it is, you just know what it is. And I hire the writers um, that I happen to admire. And I like their style. And I tinker with different writers to see who I like. And so I'll produce the whole piece and that I'll 
work with a client and I'll find the writer and then I'll find the studio and then I'll decide what editor and I'll voice it and I'll find my subtitle voices if I need them. And so if I go about it that way, I'm the one producing it. If I go to a studio and have it done at a studio that does this specifically, then Mm -hmm. I'll use their studio and hire them to coordinate the whole thing. To produce it and all. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So you've become your own studio then, basically, with projects that you like. You were like, okay, I'll design this whole thing, and I'll bring in the people that are going to do it right for me. Wow, good for you. It's very fun work. It's very rewarding. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. It's a whole other world. Yeah. That we don't even get exposed to. Yeah, we don't get exposed to. Wow. You will in the future. Yeah. Well, no, that's true. I actually think you should take a headset one day and go to the movie theater and ask to use the headset. Oh, interesting. And say I'd like a headset for um, audio description. Yeah. And have the experience. Or go on to Netflix. Yeah, we should do that. You could just do it on Netflix. On Netflix or go to iTunes, any movie that you happen to like, and then (laughs) go listen to the audio description. No, that would be... I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very I that. want to know which one you pick. Okay. You're probably going to pick one of these other things like, I don't know, something very violent. No, no, And no. a lot of action. So you're not going to hear me. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> no, no. I would want to. I would probably go through and find something being the first time. Yeah. I would go through and find something that I knew would be kind of slow paced enough for me to really kind of get to digest for it. me. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I'm I'm. I probably hear about, you know, 50 words a minute. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the 350 yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, whoa, what'd they say? What? Yeah. Yeah. And then, then later I'll be like, I want to try the really fast stuff. And I'll see what that sounds right. like. Right, kind of ease in. Yeah, yeah. You probably like it, though. Maybe. You, you probably like part of it. Some of it you might have to adjust to. Sure, absolutely. It's a lot of information to take in your ears wow. and into your brain. Yeah, a lot. See, that's amazing to me. Yeah, I'm going to definitely do that. Then you have to report yeah. back. Yeah, yeah we'll if I will. If you find I'm on one of them, you'll have to let me know. Oh, I will. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, is that Michelle? What? <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for, for being here. Yeah, and sharing, sharing your knowledge with us. So what do you say we, uh, we check out some trailers? Absolutely. Let's do it. Our first trailer this evening, Vito, is Wonderstruck. Wonder what? <laughs> this is the uh, sequel to Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, is everybody she hits in slow motion is a wonderstruck. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I got wonderstruck. <laughs> wow, that was horrible, but it, but amazing at the same time. <laughs> Amazingly horrible. Yes. Is that what we're gonna go with? I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, no. This is a drama family mystery. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Give a quick synopsis. Yeah. A story of a young boy in uh, the Midwest is told simultaneously with a tale about a young girl in New York from 50 years ago as they both seek the same mysterious connection. Hmm. Mm. Uh, starring. Mm, yes. Julie Moore's. Julie Moore's. That's the way we've got to go with that. So. Uh, Juliana Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Just a. For for you, Michelle. Oh yeah, I organically came up with this thing. I started contracting people's names. Yeah, um, it's this bizarre thing I do. He uh, knows how to do. And- uh, I don't know. If I, well, you know, and it works with most people. Some people it doesn't work. With, yeah, but, some people. Um, so anyway, that's what. That's <laughs> it. It really makes no sense, but it's a fun thing that we like. It to makes do. sense to you. Yes, that's all exactly. that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> mm, I got it. You got I, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if we're talking about the same person. 
Shelly Wills. Shelly Wills. That's it. <laughs> For Michelle Williams. Yes. Shelly Wills. That's great. I love that. That's funny. Um, and then essentially a bunch. Yeah, nobody else you'll really know. Nobody else you really know. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, not like no, no. No, yeah, exactly. Um, they're kind of the two stars. Although the kids are the, really the stars of this. Yes. Um, Michelle brought this to us. Oh, yes. This was, yes. Oh, this was. My fault. Now. No, no, yes. no, no. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah, blaming yeah. you. Oh, yeah. We, we got we to have the tap out on this. No, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. No, um, this actually has to do the the six six actors in this are all deaf. Yes, and I wouldn't necessarily know that from the trailer. You get a quick, like a little bit of hint that at least the 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 uh, the girl from the past is is deaf. deaf, right? They they actually show a book it says learning, you know, teaching yeah. deaf or something like that. Teaching the deaf, not teaching deaf. Uh, grammar, teaching grammar might yeah, be the yeah. other thing. Um, uh, what'd you think, bro? Um, I, I liked it. I liked. It. I feel like this has a lot of potential. Yes. There was a, a definitely a mysteriousness to it mm-hmm. that I liked. There was, I think, it was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it shot really well. Yeah, and I'm intrigued by this. Okay, I feel like the trailer is doing a good job of intriguing me. Okay, um, I'm really not sure what it's about. Right, like I know, obviously, we're in two different time periods, and we're going to go back and forth, and eventually, we're going to kind of come together. Like, right. you know, okay, I get that. But I'm not really sure what the journey is yet. Okay. From the trailer. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my first thought on it. What about you? Um, yeah, I would not disagree with that. Um, I think now that I've been told that this story is going to be revolving around deaf people, uh, there's a layer to this that I'm like, hmm, because I did realize that in the beginning of the trailer that they were just playing music. There was no... There's no like sound happening in the rest of the world. Right. And of course, you've got the Beatles, which, you know, you can't help but not. Wait, that's not Beatles. No, right? Wasn't no, it? that was David Bowie, wasn't it? Oh, David Bowie. You're right. Yeah, Sorry. Ground Control Major Tom. That's right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's right. David that's Bowie. Bowie. That's you're right. right. You're right. Uh, well, again, same, same uh, rule applies. How can you not like that song? Right. You know? And it's a cover and it's like a. Uh, like a stripped down kind of real kind of basic. Yeah, was it like almost like a folky vibe, right? Kind of. Yeah. Um obviously it wasn't David Bowie singing it. Right. Um but we all know the song. Yeah, so. but it fit the trailer. No, it did. It it lent to the tone of what I was seeing mm-hmm. even though it, you know, we're kind of seeing like the old time in like a museum at one point and this kid and we saw Juliana Moore for like a hot second. Yeah, hot second. Barely in there. And then I think I saw an older version of her for a hot second. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was like, oh, is that her older? Like her hair was more silver white or okay. whatever. Anyway. Sure, sure. So again, to support you, yes, I don't really know what's going on in here, but it's intriguing and I want to know more. So, okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. How about you, Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> I actually think it is. It's it's a little bit deceiving because we don't really know what to expect. Right. I do, but I think visually it's beautiful. And yeah. I think the music and and that taking place of um, conversation and dialogue and absence of, of of a voice for them. Yeah. There's something beautiful about that. But there's a much bigger story involved here. It's very mystical mm. to look at. There's something. Um, 
sort of angelic about it. And yet at the same time, it's not all about that. So there's a lot more behind that. But I think it's hard for the average person to really process that piece and know exactly what that's going to define. Right. But I think actually it's going to be a beautiful film. But a trailer would be a hard way to sort of cut out that piece and define it. I I would agree with that as well. Yeah, because I I definitely I definitely was like, oh, I feel like there's a deeper story going on mm-hmm. here, but it seems a little surfacey with the mm-hmm. trailer. But I mean, we've seen uh, tons of trailers to where yeah, sometimes story like a really heartfelt story is hard to really kind of come across in mm-hmm. a trailer. Sometimes, sometimes without it being uh, trite or giving me the whole story right you know right right well and, and it's a book adaptation so we know that there's a much a best, bigger story right yes obviously best-selling novel right 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 and highly anticipated from the people who love the book yeah so and i think the people who did like they said the the music the cinematography right what they're trying to define i think that's probably gonna be a very big part of this film yeah yeah um and the director is todd haynes who did Carol mm-hmm. in 2015, oh, which was right. which was yeah. nominated right. for Academy Awards. Yes, uh, was he? I don't think he was nominated for Best Director. But I know that they were both up for Actor. The two stars they that. were. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, that's wrong. It was no, he was nominated Best Writing and Screenplay. I think. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's. I'm kind of flipping through those Sorry. two. Um, but yeah, no, definitely visually very uh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost feel like I want to see another trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's going to give me a little bit more of the story. Well, you hope it's going to give you a little more of the story. Yeah, I'm saying like that's <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's true. I mean, if this is one of those movies that's hard to kind of show you what's happening, you may right. get you may get more of this. Well, you no, know, I don't. I don't not mean, I don't need another version of this because. That's not adding anything, right? You know what I mean. Like for me, if we're gonna do another trailer, and not that we have to, but I feel like you have to give me a little bit more of of the story, right? Of like the two worlds coming together, or why, how think, they're connected. Why, why, why am I watching this? I guess right is where it comes down. To. Give me a reason to get my butt in the seat. Yeah, I yeah. I feel like with this trailer, you've intrigued me, mm-hmm. but my butt's not in the seat yet. This is kind of a long teaser, then. It kind of is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, if, I would agree with that. It would fit in that zone as far as I'm concerned. But. Yeah. You know, but like, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely intrigued. Sure. Magic question. Mm. What do you give it? Um, hmm. I would give this a solid three. Okay. I think that it's doing its job. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't given me quite a clear vision of what I'm going to be watching, so it can't jump up any higher than that for me. Okay. Into like a strong three or even a four. Right. But it's definitely doing more than what it needs to do. You know, sure. It's piqued the interest, like you said. So right. it's solid. Okay. How about you? I'm going to go potential solid three. Oh, okay. Right? Because I feel like I definitely see a lot of potential. I will say there's a little bit too much of the visionary director. Like the word stuff yes. of like trying to oversell it a little. Uh, it borders on that for me. It's, yes. Yeah. It's on the verge, right? Yeah. Like, you know. I, my whole thing is show me, don't tell me, right? Well, yeah. Um, but I understand, too, that this might be a tricky movie to kind of really show you. So they got to go, these are the people that made these films, so yeah. this is what you're going to get from this film. Yeah. So, you know, and then the quotes, sometimes I feel like, don't give me, don't don't overhype it for me, because now you've set a bar that you might not be able to live up to. Well, that's true, but do you also think that maybe because they know they can't really flesh out 
a story with this trailer for your, what we typically get from right. trailers that maybe they're throwing the words up as filler to kind of get you to that two and a half minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's potential. But, okay. But that's why for me, like, I'm with you that it can't be more than a solid three because I don't, I'm not really sure what I'm, what I'm seeing, what right. I'm watching yet. Right. Uh, Even though there's potential. There's potential. Right. This could be an amazing film. Yeah. I hope it is. Yeah. But I'm not convinced yet. Okay. All right. Um, so for me, it's a potential solid three. Okay. Uh, Michelle? I'm coming from a totally different perspective. Okay. So, given that I work in the world of disability and I understand this and I understand yes. why visuals mean something and more words mean something when people can't speak and they can only read a word and words, that, there's a whole other mindset Level. that goes with that. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm definitely going. Okay. And mm. it's a four for me. Oh, and, okay. Um, right. I've seen a lot of films about disability and they're not um, as endearing or make you necessarily want to show up. Oh, okay. But they're sure. more important about uh, advocacy and integrity around disability and things like that. So there's something about this that's quite different in the context. And mm. the other thing is, more importantly, how many films are out there that have deaf characters in them and real deaf actors well, that sure, we're talking sure. about this is a subject? Right. That in itself is beyond intriguing and, wow. and taking it a whole other step further. So I'm right. for All right. <laughs> well, Wonderstruck gets a solid three from Vito. <laughs> a potential solid three from Shawnee. And a... Definite four from Michelle. All right. A definite four. Definite See, four. she just See? added something. You just did it. There you go. <laughs> she delineated the four for us I now. We can go there. Our second trailer tonight, Sean, is... Delt. Whoever smelled it. Delt it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. I might have done that one. Well... <laughs> Uh, no, this is a documentary. 62-year-old Richard Turner is renowned as one of the world's greatest card magicians, yet he is completely blind. This is an in-depth look at the complex character who is one of magic's greatest hidden treasures. Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you, this is a teaser trailer. Yeah. That's all that's out. Yeah. As you all know, we are both fans of magic. Yes. Um, I think I might even be a little bit more of a fan than you. Uh, it's debatable. Okay. Because uh, technically, I'm older than you, so uh, I've been into magic longer than you have. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Touche, my friend. Touche. <laughs> this was literally a teaser, and it was literally just, it's like slow-mo Man. of this guy moving cards around. Man. And I'm like a fully sighted person. Mm. Would It would be impressive watching that. Absolutely. Let alone somebody who's completely blind. Well, I was going to say, and then you throw the fact that he's completely blind, and he's. You have to see the guys, you have to see this trailer. Yeah. This teaser. It's a teaser. It's a teaser. But I was mesmerized by what I was watching. And the cinematography and the slow motion and all that stuff, I was just like. I would eat this. You could you could just play that trailer for an hour and a half, and I would be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, I'm I'm with you. Like, I it's definitely one of the. Oh, I could see this right now. Yeah, I'm super excited for yes. this. Yes, I I want to know about this guy. Right, and I, how's he doing this? And how, how did you get into magic? You know, like was he blind first, and then magic? Was it magic then blind? And, yeah, you know, the whole deal. So yeah, uh, I'm super in. So now, Michelle, you need to talk about this a little bit because yeah. you have a little more inside track on this. Yes, I do. 
<laughs> I actually did the production of the audio description for this film. Mm. So I made it accessible to the blind, given the subject matter. Yes. And if you think that's intriguing, mm. wait till you see the movie. Mm. Okay. The um, cinematography and all the chronicling of his history. Yes. With cards is off the charts. Oh, wow. wow. So his character definition and who he is in the world is a story in itself. Mm. Um, no, he wasn't bo- He wasn't born blind. Oh okay. oh, okay. He became slowly more and more blind over his lifetime, but he is completely blind now. Wow. So Richard Turner is, is very well known. He was trained by some very famous people. Okay. And um, he's an amazing character. So those of you that love magic, I'm excited to think that you're going to love it because oh. I really enjoyed working on it. Oh, okay. But I was mostly fascinated by him as a human being and the mm. the nuances of who he is. Right. But uh, the essence of the story is one of unique awareness in which he has chosen not to tell people that he's blind mm. and that he'd rather be admired and respected for his artistry than for being blind. Right. For being a blind gifted, person doing yeah, this. Right. Being That's gifted right. for a different reason. Sure. And so he, I think some people know, some people surmise, some people have no clue, but the way he presents himself when he's speaking, he's very charming and very endearing. He's kind of handsome, actually. Mm. And when you watch him in the movie, I think that most people are sort of just enamored with him. Yeah. And they haven't really taken a really closer look to see what this actually is. Mm. Okay. So he's very, he's just fabulous. In fact, he hasn't heard the audio description yet. He's about to. Mm. He's going to experience his own movie. Oh, with nice. With the audio description, which I think will be very cool. But the, the interesting part about this film is they screened it at South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. Um, sure, sure, they got sure. 10 distribution offers. Wow. Wow. Just wow. Amazing. So Sundance Select took it. And it'll be on Hulu. It'll be released oh. in movie theaters first. Okay. Um, it's going to have a big run. And yeah. then it'll be on Hulu. But they're actually in New Zealand right now. They're screening everywhere. Wow. And it has won, it won the Audience Award at Sundance. Everywhere that film screens, it wins a major award. Oh, wow. They had two standing ovations when they screened at Sundance Select. Standing wow. ovations. I will say somebody from a very big distribution organization came down to the after party right. and was in, in tears. Wow. wow. Couldn't deal. Wow. Just thought the story was just too off the charts. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So I think if you're a magic person, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Um, I, I'm, I'm more now, given sure. how much time I spent with this film. Yeah. <laughs> and I have this great respect for this man and his story. Sure. Um, but if you're a magic person, I think this is the, the movie. Wow. Wow. It's films and the music's amazing, by the way. These guys and the music, I was in this, involved in this film before it was finalized and yeah. they were talking about where the music was going to come from what they were doing there's a scene that I actually have a clip of uh, which I've kind of put aside mm. with audio description because of the power of the music and then the description of him and the cards wow. and it's like wow and he he comes in and he says you know he's a he's a card mechanic mm. he's not a magician he's a right. card mechanic well, wow. he's intense. I would, I, I would agree with that. Those those close ups of him doing stuff with those cards, I was like. First of all, just it, it, just having somebody that has sight to be able to do that is amazing. Right. Yeah. But the fact that he is so proficient. Right. But as we said earlier, he does. He never puts a deck of cards down. He goes through decks a day. Yeah. And he's always working the cards in his hand, shuffling. He's never put. He never puts them down. Wow. Yeah. There's just... even a scene where he talks about, or someone talks about, 
in the movie where his wife says that when they make love, the can- he's got a deck of cards in his hand. No. Get out of here. Wow. Wow. That's intense. Yeah, that is intense. <laughs> very OCD, but wow. very talented. Yeah, 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 I bet. I bet. Wow. Okay. What's the number now? Ooh. Oh. Mag- Here's the magic <laughs> question oh, about the magic movie. <laughs> you were there with that. I did. Yeah. I did. Oh. Uh, no, actually, I'm going to start with you. I want to yeah, see yeah. what you give oh, this. Oh, my God. You're a little biased, I will say. Yeah, yeah, oh, just slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> I can't, it's okay. You're I allowed. can't wait to put the heads on on myself and be in the movie theater and listen to it with my... I just can't wait. That's awesome. Um, more importantly, I can't wait to hear his response. Yeah. Oh, it's... Okay, I'm not a magic person, so I'm going to say four. Okay. If I wasn't involved in the film, I'd say four because magic isn't my thing. Right. But um, it's a four for sure. Mm. Definite four. Mm. Okay. But yeah. then it's really a five. But it's a definite four. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. How about you, bro? It's a four for me, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is. I am in. You know, it's funny. It was a minute and a half. Not even like maybe a minute. Yeah. Um, and it's just him in front of a table doing tricks, and it's slow mo. And it's just, for me, it's all like this is going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm in. I'm in 100 percent on this. Yeah. It's a four. Uh, you know, I'd like to see it in the theater. Hmm. I might just have to, just because you, you need know, to. Just you want to see those cards? Just, up close. Yeah, those cards on the big screen—that would be a good look. Seventy-foot screen? Yeah, yeah. Nothing but slow mo cards. <laughs> I might make you two go with me. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah, I'll be I'm here not... in L.A. Yeah, okay, oh, okay, all right. All right. Cause... But I'm gonna make you put a headset on. Well, I'm, I'm not mad at you. Part of it. Yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this movie has my money. Yes, all day. What about you? What do you give it? I give this a solid. Four. Solid four. Okay. Yeah, solid four. I mean, it was like this from the second clip that they cut to. I was like, I, I, I can't not watch this film. <laughs> right. Like this is amazing. Like just, <clears throat> bro. I mean, he fanned those cards out. Yeah, like and they were perfectly, like it's like somebody took a ruler and measured them. If perfectly. you would have measured it, it would have been an equal all the way around. And then you go, wait, this guy's blind, <laughs> right? That's some skill right there, yeah, and the, yeah. like things he was doing, I, I I can't even talk. I can't even talk about it. It's too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much. So here's I'm gonna this. I want to kind of amend your thing because mm. I think we might have discovered, and this is how this happens. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you, I think we might have because solid four always sounds less than a four to me. Mm. I think it should be a definite four. I think it should be oh, a definite four too. Okay. It's All not right. a solid four. It's a no, definite. it's a definite four. Yes. Okay. That that's the step up, and I'm not mad at that decision. Right? I support that wholeheartedly. Okay. It's it's a definite four then. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely going to see this movie. Yes. Yeah. It's just wow, man. I, I can't even like. There's so much. Okay. This is the best way to describe it, and you'll understand what this means. Okay, I love it. Because you just said this last night. Oh, okay. You know, on Game of Thrones, when you're like, where's that camera? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how is he How is he doing right. any of this? Like, like, how many muscles are going like in his hand are active at the same time right. to, to make all this happen? And, like, the precision of, like, yeah. like I can't even juggle. <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> this guy's doing this. But look closely at his hand. Look really closely mm. at how meticulous he is. Look at his nails. Oh, oh sure. Look at his jewelry. Oh, sure. Oh, Look yeah. at how he. It's it's you, everything. It's everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it has to and be. And like right? I said, he's a, he's a martial arts master. Right. Wow. He's very his physique. He's in is control perfect, of everything. Everything. Yeah. See, that's what he is. 
Yeah. That's the guy yeah, right yeah. there. I'm excited you're all excited. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Ja- I'm no, totally I'm now jazzed. even more excited. Yeah, oh, no, good, we're pumped, good. We're yeah, pumped, we're for, pumped this. for this. Yeah, I'm going to see it at the movies, yeah. All right, so Delt gets a four from Shawnee. A definite four from Vito. A definite four from Michelle. Our third trailer this evening, Vito, is... Loving Vincent. Is this your new friend, <laughs> Vincent, that I don't know about? <laughs> I thought I was your bromance. <laughs> this is my Vince Mance. Does that is that, that even a word? Work. No, okay. I ruined it. Uh, no, this is a very interesting. Mm. Uh, it's a little bit of a long description, but I think it's worth reading. Yes, loving Vincent, the world's first fully oil painted feature film. Mm brings the artwork of Vincent Van Gogh to life in an exploration of the complicated life and controversial death of one of history's most celebrated artists. More than six years in the making, with the help of 125 specially trained painters. Wow. Loving Vincent is a uniquely animated film composed of 65,000 painted frames. Holy Drawn from meticulous research and inspired by by Van Gogh's masterpieces, subjects, and 800 personal letters. Loving Vincent captures the world of Van Gogh in a cinematic experience like no other. That is the best description for this film. Yeah, maybe of any film. (laughs) Of any film, yeah. (laughs) But definitely for this. Yes. Wow. Talk about a visual. Bro, what they did... This is history in the making right here. Yeah. I mean, sure, you can we we all got apps that we can animate, you know, take pictures and animate and sure. you, add all that. Yeah, you can do that filter that makes it look sure, a more sure. cartoon, whatever. Nobody's got this filter. No. This is not yet at least. <laughs> this is talk about creating literally creating a film. Yeah, that's a good point. They created this from artists. I mean, how how meticulous do they have to know all of Van Gogh's different genres and yeah like I mean, just his kind of style to try to yeah. to try to and how he grew as an artist and then changed as an artist mm-hmm. and they incorporated that in the in the film and whether or not here's the whole other level to this whether or not they're going to bring the growth of van gogh into the growth of the story like mm. how he changes and like different aspects of the movie change into the different aspects of his how he grew as an artist oh it's deep yeah <laughs> what do you th- <laughs> what do you think, Michelle? I'm already there. I'm 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 just I'm I'm beside myself. <laughs> no, I I think what's really exquisite is how they went between the visual painting of the animation and then back in, with color, those incredible colors that he's so well known for. Right. And yeah. then back into black and white. Yeah, it was almost like, like it, was, it was like a past maybe a little bit? Yeah, or, or, or a flashback or something? Something where maybe sort of in contrast of him as a human being in a, in a body form as opposed to an animation and yeah. his... And I, I think there's probably a lot of controversy around his death and, and how they... What's interesting is how they chose to focus on his death. Yeah. And mm. made this about his death. But it's probably... A really extraordinary piece of um, celebration of him, yes. and I think they've probably chosen his death to make it a celebration through his art and the brushstroke. Yeah. It's it's really it it's it's unbelievable. I can't imagine what it will be like. Now, some people might 
like it a lot. Some people may not. True. And they may, maybe people who know his story don't appreciate it coming out in this fashion. I don't know. But ha- imagine how they got that many people together oh. to do and to look at it in animation with brush strokes. Right. And bring these scenes keep unreal. Yeah. I just I had this thought. Do you think you might get tired of this? I don't visually. Know. I didn't in the trailer. No, I didn't either. And I'm just saying. See, I mean, there's always that possibility. Two hours, or is it just a world you just you just kind of buy into, and then I think it's that. It's kind of it like is what it is. Animalisa, that one that, that we oh, saw. So Thank you for saying that. Uh-huh. I was trying to think of the name of that. <laughs> Animalisa. I mean, yeah, no, no. That there was, was moments in there where you're kind of like, all right, but then you just kind of give into it, and you just kind of yeah. And overall, it. you were just like, this is amazing, right? What they've done visually and been able to do, like it's those. Was that like almost claymation, right? No, it was it was puppetry. It was puppetry, right? It was, right. All, like, it was all puppets. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But that actually, I think you sign up for this when you go to a film like this. You sign up for it. Sure, you absolutely. Sit down and you accept the fact that this is what it is. Yeah, and you're going to respect it for what it is. And sure. That's that's the end. You just don't go and have any other expectations of that. Right. And that either resonates for you or it doesn't. It right. plays itself out or it doesn't. But you go in to have that experience knowing that ahead of time. Okay, so you yeah. think if you're going to see this, you're already you're already okay with that. Like you wouldn't like if you're going to you're not expecting something else, you're saying. Okay, so my my theory <laughs> my theory is if you have a love for art or you have a love for him or a curiosity for it, sure. you're going to sign up for this and you're going to have this experience. You're going to go on the ride. Right. If you're going in and you're not familiar with, which by the way is a great way to learn about his art, not necessarily his death because that's probably a very disturbing part of this. It feels like it's going to be disturbing. Mm. But outside of that, for a novice person to walk in and have this experience could be very interesting. Right. Because I will definitely confess, you know, I know the name. Right. I know about the ear. Right. And I know, you know, I could recognize a Van Gogh. Right. right. And that's pretty much the depth of my knowledge. That's probably why you may or may not resonate with it. Or you might actually find yourself fascinated. No, no, totally. I, I, again, this wasn't necessarily – I was just kind of throwing that out there because yeah. it is – it's a very stylized thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, because we, we, we've seen this maybe with commercials, not quite to this level. Right. But – a hint of a, an idea of like this. Oh, okay, we're gonna be we're in this world, right? Of yeah. This kind of weird animation. It's not you know, it's not Pixar. It's not what we're normally used to as a cartoon, right? No. Um, it's obviously it, it's got a different level to it, right? Yeah. Um, and it's almost not. It's just very interesting. Sometimes it was almost like the visual didn't match the audio as far as like they would talk, but you don't necessarily see them talking. Right. You know, it's it's kind of uh, what's because what is he? What kind of painter is he called? Is it? It's not realistic. What is it? Is it? Uh, I mean, it's not impression. I thought is he impressionist. Was, is that I right? Don't think that sounds right. But I thought he might. Be, no, he's not. Uh, he's not surrealism either. No. Okay. Well, whatever. It, whatever what it read. is, I felt like they did a good job of kind of animating it that way too. That it's not yep. always exactly matching, right? Well, with the look, audio, but also think about how many people's artwork came together to make this happen. Right, That's right. even more unbelievable. Well, that's true. 65,000 paintings, essentially. I mean, that's unreal. That's and insane. to be able right. to piece that together and make it cohesive? Oh, my God. No, yeah. I'm saying. That's going to be in a museum. Whatever museum gets a majority of these, you know, Oh, of the pelvis Come stills. see the paintings oh, interesting. Uh, that made the that's, movie. That's a, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you give it? Mm-hmm. Because I don't really, besides the typical stuff that I learned in 
art in college. I don't really know that much about Van Gogh, but this looks fascinating to me. Okay. Uh, from an artist standpoint and from a creative standpoint. So, uh, and the colors and the going back and forth between the black and the white and the different – I mean, it's just – there's so many levels to this as well. Yeah? Yeah, this is a four for me. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to see it at the movie theaters, but I think that's the ideal spot that you go watch this. Oh, a movie theater. Movie theater. Be completely encompassed yeah. by it. Yes, I would agree because uh, otherwise you could be distracted. Right. Like, you know, if you're at your house, you know, right. it's easy mm-hmm. to get distracted. And then this, you're right. You need to really engulf yourself in this world. Right. Plus, on a smaller screen, even though your, your TV's decent size, <laughs> you still might miss something. Mm-hmm. That you're not going to miss on the bigger screen. Because the screen becomes a canvas. Right, exactly, yeah. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. said, Michelle. Uh-huh, that's why she's on this podcast. That's right. <laughs> Sean, Sean, she's smarter than the both of us put together. <laughs> uh, Michelle, what do you give it? Definite four. Mm. Definite four again? Okay. okay. All right. I'm consistent. Um, yeah, yeah. Consistency. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, you? I'm going to go strong three. Okay. I knew it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you? Of course. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's consistent, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, I mean, I, I'm I'm very impressed with what I saw and what, you know, like reading about it. Yeah. It's very impressive. Right. So, like, what they've accomplished just for that alone, you should go see this movie. Right. Like, what has gone into it. That's exactly right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, everything that has gone into it is amazing. Right. Even if you weren't a, an art buff. Right. Or you weren't. No, totally. Is, and if you were just into film and see what what people are able to do with film. Right. Yeah. And animation, you should go for that. Yeah, There's totally. many reasons to go to it. Yes, absolutely. Um, But, I'm not, sorry. I'm not... <laughs> There is a part of me that feels like I might start tapping out oh. on this visual. Okay. okay. That's the and it's it's probably won't happen, but there's that slim possibility there's that of slim will. thing of like I don't know if I can watch this for two hours. Mm. Fair enough. So Okay. That's I'm not sure. Okay. I might We're be leaving a, you home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking him with me. Okay. He's yeah. a better sport. We'll tell you all about it. If we think you should go see it, we'll wow. tell you to go. We'll bring some popcorn home for you, bro. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why. I just see there's something about, you know, it's like, no, oh, I get this it. Might, this might, I might start tabbing out. And, you know, so I hope I don't. Right. So that's why it's not a four for me. Okay. Got it. Strong three. Got it. But I'm, here's the thing I'm ready to go on the ride. I'm in to go on the ride. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just not convinced that it's it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna totally fulfill. Yeah. It's all okay. Yeah, it's all fine. Oh yeah, no, I, I hey, viva la difference. I'm allowed to be right. <laughs> You're also allowed to be wrong. I bro. am. <laughs> um, so I've gotten post impre- post impressionism and oh. pointillism. Oh, oh. post impression. Oh, so we okay. okay. Okay, so that's kind of what's come mm-hmm. up just okay. on a quick Google search. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So I think it it kind of goes between things, right? Uh, as he's got older or whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. But I think definitely impression. He was in, well. Apparently, he was great. He impressed. Wow. Influence by impressionists and neo impressionism. Mm. So I guess that's why he 
gets the post impression. But pointillism, I think that's part of it too. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, loving Vincent gets a four from Vito. Four, definite four, from Michelle. And a strong three <laughs> from Shawty. All right, folks. So at this point, our lovely guest can't stay any longer. Not that she wants to. <laughs> Not for the next trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no fault of hers. We totally get it. Uh, it's late. Yes. But uh, we want to thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on the podcast and spending, spending your evening with us. Yes. Thank you for it's having so me. great. So much fun. Yeah. And um, thanks for the trailers you brought. Yeah, yeah. Because that was amazing. So is there anything, uh, what can we plug? Yeah. Um, where can we find you on social media? Do you do the social media? Um, not so much social media yet. I will be. And okay. my website will be live in two weeks' time. Oh, okay. nice. So you'll, my business is Woman of Her Word. Okay. And so, so that womanofherword.com. Okay. Perfect. And you can go to my website and see a lot of what I do. Every movie I've ever worked on is on my website and linked to the website for the films. Oh, awesome. And anyone I've worked with. So I've done a lot of different stuff. Sure. But, um, yes. And, and go watch and hear audio description and learn more about it and captioning yeah. and think about the other audiences and it's yeah, a great and thing if, and tell your friends so everybody knows if they have other friends. I was saying like if you have it. if you have friends that are visually impaired, right? Uh, there's options. That's there are options. Options I didn't even know about. Yeah, I didn't know about either. So this is great. But it does exist, and do be aware that most cinematic films are audio described. Most people don't know it. Mm. So the big films are audio described. The smaller ones, not as often. Right. Um, but it's a great thing to know about, and Netflix and everything has it. It's mm. awesome. And you help support Michelle. Yeah, yeah. For the lovely work that she does. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I donate my time to a lot of stuff, so yeah. I give back a lot. Yeah. That's what I love to do. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being on again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we'll uh, maybe see you soon. Yes. Perhaps. Or hear you soon, I should that say. Too. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Our fourth trailer tonight, Sean, is Death Wish. You really got to have a Death Wish, bro? Well, you know, I did eat your cake. <laughs> 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 wow. Touche. You were there. <laughs> my pancreas is coughing. Yeah, well. But my tummies, they're mm-hmm, happy. Mm-hmm. I might have to have a little bit after we're done. Man. Just saying. <laughs> just hashtag just saying. Lemon me, lemon zest me up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, This is a remake. I mm-hmm. guess, right? We call it a remake. Remake. I wouldn't say this is a reboot. No, no. It's a remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means I'll probably at least do two of these. Mm, yeah. Well, well, I guess it'll depend on how it goes. But. Well, if they make one, it's a remake, right? If they make a sequel to something that never had an original sequel, is no, that No, that's a what I'm re- saying. I think, I think there were multiple. Oh, was there multiple Death Wishes back in the day? I believe... Well, let me see. Okay. Oh yeah, Death Wish two, three. Yeah, yeah. There was like four. F- yeah, there was like four or five. So it was a franchise kind of thing, right? Oh wow, dude, there was five of them. Was there really Death Wish five? The Face of Death ninety four. Wow. Oh wow, in ninety four they went that long, huh? Yeah, starting in seventy twenty years, bro. Wow, five films, twenty years. Wow, there there's a there's a little uh, movie history that. I've never really. Even I know. Dealt look, with. you do, and the party kind of wants to go, almost go down the. Well, road. maybe. Well, um, starring Brucey Wills, mm-hmm. Brucey Wills, Vinny Offs. All right, I'm not mad at that. Unless you got it better. 
Um, Vinny D knows. Vinny D knows. Okay. Uh, I think I like yours better. Vinny Offs. I think it's it, yeah. it, it's smoother. Yeah. Um, uh, for Vincent D'Onofrio mm-hmm. and Lizzie Shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty self uh, yeah, right up front. Kind of steals a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that's uh, really you know you know you might know Dini Norris. Mm-hmm. Dean, uh, uh, for Dean Norris, Breaking Bad. Uh, really, that's what he's really known for. Right. He was the brother-in-law, the cop. Yeah. In Breaking Bad. Um. So that's, yeah, what you uh, what you think about this? It's interesting. Come from somebody who's never seen the original Death Wish. Right. So there's a little bit of a throwback feel to this. Okay. Kind of like a nod. Like, we're nodding. We're nodding to the original. Is that from the ACDC music? Or... A little bit. <laughs> or was that just from the way it was... Or just in general, you thought? Just, uh, I guess, uh, the, I might be putting a little bit on there. But, you know, it definitely... Borderline, like, throwback feel to me. Okay. You okay. know? Um, it looks like it's going to be entertaining. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Bruce Willis playing a dad is much less believable than an action hero because I've known him only as an action hero. So when he started being action hero guy, I was like, well, I know he's going to be good at it. Right. You know, that's what he's good at. Yeah, I guess that's what we kind of, I mean, with the, I guess with the diehards and there's done a bunch of stuff. He's yeah, he's done a ton of stuff with it. That, that he, he's definitely not uh, new to a gun. He, Let's no, say that. exactly, <laughs> exactly. And he he's a little weird. It's a little weird to see him try to be like I'm the dad that lost a family, right? You and know what I mean? Go avenge them and all. Right, they go avenge them. I go okay, but. The dad part is hard the to swallow. The mild-mannered dad at first. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. a you know jagged little pill right there. Right, right. Uh, anyway, but with that said, this looks entertaining. It looks like it's going to be kind of a little... F- uh, it might be a little fun, actually. Okay. But this trailer suffers from what we normally suffer from, which is they kind of killed it with the last 10 seconds for me. Oh, interesting. Because I was like, I know I'm going to see that scene. I didn't need you to show me the scene. What scene? The in the therapist's office. Oh, okay. I'm like, uh, okay, I, I get it. We got the humor. I, I, I don't <laughs> okay. need you to. I don't need you to reinforce that there's going to be humor because it's Bruce Willis. I know what we're going to come in for. Right. I, you didn't have to show me it. Okay. So it kind of brought it down a little bit because I felt like the trailer was just that entertaining up until that point that I'm right. like, I definitely didn't need it. Okay. How about you? Um. Well, my first thing was like, this is directed by Eli Roth, mm. because it didn't have that feel. I was ready for it to be super gruesome because of that, right? And it's, it doesn't seem to be. No, it. I was kind of like, oh, where's the Eli Roth part? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, right. you know, we or maybe maybe they just cut around the gruesomeness. I mean, maybe we'll see some of it. That's. I have a feeling maybe that's what they've done. Um. I definitely didn't need the ACDC song. Mm. Oh, that didn't work for you at all. It's so overused. Mm. Mm-hmm. Back in black. I, mean, mm. I was like, <laughs> can't we do something else beside that? Like, mm. it's funny. This was actually slicker than I thought it was going to be, too. Uh, by slick, you mean Hollywoodish? Yeah, just like it just has a slickness to it that I was like, oh. Yeah. I don't think of Death Wish being slick. 
no, it should be gritty, if anything. Yeah, right? that's the same thing. I feel like this should be grittier. I mean, I'm just thinking of, you know, I don't think I've, I might have seen parts of it, because, you know, 74 it came out. I wasn't even born, technically. Right. So I probably saw, like, Death Wish 3 or something on, like, <laughs> on cable it was on or something. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? A like, really cut down version of it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But I will say that there is, I mean, there's definitely, like, you know, Charles Bronson. Right. I mean, it's like Chuck Bronson, right? I mean, yeah. it's like, that's a that's a man, that guy. That is a man right there. Um, And he's, he's almost his own thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think, well, that's why we made five of those. Right. Because he he's one of those guys, we just want him to, you know, be cool, calm, collected, and then shoot you, whoop your butt, whatever it is. <laughs> right. But, like, you always know, like, that everybody's going to try to mess with him. He's going to kind of... Be cool, calm, and then whoop your butt, right? Right. Um, I don't know that – I don't really get that from Bruce. I, I think we were trying to give that off a little. Okay. But it didn't really – it's funny. It didn't really work for me as much. Like as far as when I think of De- like Charles Bronson, that's an iconic kind of vibe. You're feeling some big shoes there. Yeah, and I don't – I almost like we. it was like – it was almost like – if we didn't call this Death Wish, it would have been fine. But because you called it Death Wish, you know what I mean? It's it's always, it's like my it's kind of suffering from Miami Vice syndrome, mm. right? Where mm-hmm. it's like if you would have called that movie something else, I would have liked it. But because you called it Miami Vice, I had a whole different expectation of it, right? And you didn't fulfill that, Michael Mann. Um, but I digress. Um, shout out to Nesto on that one. Shout out because he liked that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I think yeah. he was the only one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He bought three tickets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I, I will agree that it looks. You know, it'll be entertaining in that thing of you know we always like, you know, the bad guys getting revenged on. Right. You know, it, I mean, this is so formula though. It really is. I mean, it, I don't know if it can be any more formula than than this kind of thing. Um, and it looks like it's going to be done solidly. Yeah, but not spectacularly. Right. And I really don't like bald Bruce Willis in a hood. He almost looks like a cancer patient. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It doesn't look intimidating or look. it just looks like... The only hood I want to see Bruce Willis in is in Unbreakable. That's it. That's oh, the only okay. hoodie I need to see him in. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, it's not a good look. It's not, right? It, it, no. it almost it's looks weird. Like, it almost looks like he's trying to like be a young or something. You know, be hip or I don't know. It just... The way it, it's placed, and I get it. Like he's kind of that's his like costume or a superhero right. thing that he's doing. But sure, I don't know. I just, part of me feels like it is, you know, because then no one knows what he looks like because he's like, who look like? Oh, he looks like a white guy, you know? Yeah, generic white generic guy. white guy with a gun. Yeah, so I, I, I get, I get it. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, how old was Charles Bronson when he was doing these things? Uh, he was probably like mid late forties, I would think. Right? He's you know. younger. Bruce Willis. Is oh, you like, thinking? Oh, I see. Bruce Willis is like 60, 60 something, right? Oh, I guess he is, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like twenty. He's got twenty years on Charles Bronson. In when Charles, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, Chuck was not sixty. Charles Bronson was probably sixty by the time he finished the series. Right. Oh, at least he didn't start at sixty. No, no, you're right. But it's this weird thing if Bruce doesn't 
he doesn't look I don't think of him as being a 60 year old man no 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 I mean he's definitely hold he's holding his own but I mean you could say this was Die Hard 6 and I would you know (laughs) well and it might be more appropriate well (laughs) It might be a better title for this it movie. It might be, yeah. Rather than, you know, go with the, uh, you know. We're going to start a new franchise. Right, yeah. Uh, let's take Death of Wish and call it Die Hard 6. We'll call it a day. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, it's got an entertainment level to it. Sure. That you might be able to sit through. <laughs> right? Uh, you might walk out going. Might be able oh, to right? sit through. That was better than I thought it was going to be. Walk out? No, no, I mean, when you're done. Right, but meaning you're actually going to go to a movie theater to see this? (laughs) Well, maybe when you walk out the house? I don't know. Uh, No, it's a rental, right? If if it's lucky, it's a rental. Wow. I think. You're super tapped. Well, it's funny. It's like part of me wanted it to, was like like the idea of it. You didn't get your grit. Yeah. And you're upset with that. There's no grit to this. No. Right? It's total Hollywood shine. There's zero grit. Yeah. Like, you know what? Actually, you know what? You know what this trailer has made me want to do? Uh oh. Go, go back. Go watch the original Death Wish with Chuck <laughs> Bronson. <laughs> and have that cool 70s grit vibe. Right. And I think that would probably be more entertaining. Yeah. This this movie, it's too well lit. It, it, right. Right? That's, you're exactly right. I Now that it just hit me, I'm like, there's no, it's not dark at all in this movie. It's like, Put up another, put up another light. It's, it's looking a little dark. No, it's, we got 4K on this baby. Oh yeah, yeah. We can see everything. <laughs> yeah, it's just well. Even that's what bugged me about the hoodie. He's wearing a hoodie, but he's so well lit. It's like, why? Why are we wearing a hoodie? And it's like a light hoodie too, right? Yeah, it's like a light gray. <laughs> It's like I got this on on Kmart special. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> uh, can't wait to hear this. What, what are you gonna give it, bro? It's weird because at the same time, it's not like it's horrible. No. It's just like it's yeah. It's this kind of meh, yeah. It's meh plus. Yeah, it might be a meh. <laughs> Is it a meh three? Mm. A meh three? Because we know what it is. We know what it it's is. A, we, know it's exact, doing job. we know exactly what it is. Right. Maybe that's part of the problem. Well. But it, I guess it's for the trailer's sake. It's doing its job. It is. It's presenting exactly what it is. Right. And in a somewhat entertaining way. Yes. I'm just kind of meh about it. So, yeah. It's a meh three. Okay. All right. What about you? Um, I'm going to say it's a th- three. Okay. It's doing its job. It is. It, I find it like this could be this could be that random Saturday night at the Red Box. Right. All right. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Even though I haven't seen the original. Right. Okay. It, it's got me intrigued just a hair bit more than you. Okay. But I, when I say hair bit... <laughs> That's you know we're talking we're talking a leg of hair a bit more uh-huh. not a, not a full head of hair right. we're talking we're talking a Bruce Willis head of hair <laughs> a bit more <laughs> a little stubble on the back of his neck that's that's the you know where where I'm at with that a little bing yeah bing did that come out of my ear <laughs> <laughs> why is that growing out of the side of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, it's a three for me. Uh, it is what it is. Sure, it's not what it should be. All right. So Death Wish 2017 <laughs> gets a three from Shawnee and a three from Vito. Well, there we go. That's it. Another episode is done. 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 You can stop holding your breath. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> like us on the Facebook and on Twitter. Instagram. And then go to iTunes and click the little subscribe button. Just give it a click. It's it. And then all of a sudden we're on your device every Boom. Sunday. Boom. Or Monday. You know, sometimes you get it on Sunday if you click subscribe. Get it early. Get it early. And then you get it done and then you can tell your friends, yeah, man, you can't wait for this episode. And do tell a friend. Yes. Spread the love. Spread, Spread the, the love. word. Yeah. And, you know, support. If you see a trailer, communicate. That's all I got to say. Wow. Uh-huh. You're a poet. You didn't even know it. That's right. <laughs> Interact. Yeah. Recommend. Right. You disagree, you start a dialogue. That's right. You agree, you start a dialogue. Goes either way. That's right. It's not hard to remember. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you guys tuning in every week. We hope you're enjoying this. We are. And uh, hope we introduced you to some trailers maybe you didn't even see. Yeah. You didn't even know. What? 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 I didn't even know that was out. Yeah, and also, you know, this whole other world of audio description. Yeah, we just get, we, not only did you guys, but we got some culture tonight. Yeah. Whether we wanted to or not. Yeah. Because that was, guys, check out that, check out that magic, what's, what's the magic one called? Oh, Delt. Delt. Yeah, Check yeah. out Delt, man. That is just, if you're into magic. Even if uh, you're not into magic, it's, it's, it's just impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, go support our guest tonight, uh, Michelle. Michelle Spitz. Yes. Womanofherword.com. That's it. Give her a little love out there, um, you know, because she's working, she's working her butt off to, uh, to help the, the visually impaired enjoy the movies just like everybody else. Yeah. And she's, uh, from what I've heard, just saying, she's doing her job well. Definitely. So go check her out. Uh, anyway, guys. Seven days from now, we're going to be right back here talking about four more trailers. And until then, go watch movies and watch trailers. Trailer up, bro. Trailer up.